Hello everybody, welcome back to the Social Matters podcast. We are three social workers talking about social matters. Hi Nadia, hi Eugene. Hi Fran. Hi Fran. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good, we all sound quite excited. Yeah, do you feel excited? Yeah, new episode, new recording, well excited. Yeah, how are you both? Yeah, I'm good, although I've got the remnants of a cold still, so sorry if it sounds all a bit nasally and... No, me and, too. Yeah. No, I'm 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 fine. I was fine. just <laughs> no Vicks in your nostril, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just noticing Nadia as you turn to me. That... <laughs> oh no, come on, we have to turn the story. You can't just pull it out there. And this is an interesting poll that maybe we should put on social media. No, so... we told you we already t- before. Oh, have we? Yeah. About it. Oh, oh and we I forgot. You for putting it inside your nostril. Oh, Do you yeah. remember? I can't remember. Mm. What episode was that? Eugene, he repeats his jokes a lot. He's only got a repertoire of two <laughs> two jokes. We're like, you've done it. Normally he gets away with it, but actually with the podcast, we're like, we've got evidence yeah. in uh, episode two. I was just going to say, mm. sorry, Nads, as you mm. like look at me, you've got like glitter in your hair and oh, face. Yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. what have you been up to? I just, I just noticed as you turned, I was like, oh, glamorous. Shining, shining over here. Where, what were you doing last um, night? I, oh. <laughs> oh, well. Well, um, no, I, I was, I haven't done anything in particular. I haven't put makeup on or anything. I don't know. Just, can you see it, you? you I got, can like, see it. It's damn. You got a lot. Just have you, shining. Playing, have you been playing with your niece? No. No. <laughs> You just have glitter in your, in your house. I love it though. It's oh, sorry. Thanks. Twinkle, twinkle. Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> digression. So, oh, Eugene's having a moment. Oh. Was that reference to the last episode? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, twinkle, you put, twinkle, little star. Yeah, oh. for the nativity play. Do you not remember? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was good that, timing. Oh, no, no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Segwayed in. Um, so what, what are we talking about today? What's today's topic? Oh, no, topic? I'm fine, thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Rude, you know. Oh, oh let's only Woo! talk about how Nadia is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for asking, Fran. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you, Eugene? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling all right, actually. I, I was just saying that I was not necessarily, not necessarily having a cold, but you know what? Feeling sometimes, cold. Yeah, I always feel cold. But you know, sometimes you just feel ill. You don't even know what it is. And just I felt like that. Yeah, I felt like that earlier today and um, had a bit of a nap but feeling good excited to record another episode i think this will be our our 11th episode so we're still progressing people are still listening so it's all good and um, i think it is important for us to say that we have all well me and friend have ordered indian takeaway so the buzzer may ring right in the middle of this episode and we have to go get it but hopefully it comes after but besides that feeling great shaming us yeah. <laughs> nadia's a uh, healthy eating um yeah we've, we've ordered a curry Anyway, what we what we talking about today? Oh, how am I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you again. Yeah, I know you want. You're so keen to get on with the episode, friend. But how are you, um, friend? Uh, thanks for asking, Nadia. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm good. Also, similarly, just a little bit under the weather, but not like coming into fruition. It's one of those annoying, mm. snotty. But um, I'm good. I'm feeling. I feel excited at the moment. I don't know why. Just it's, it's just a a, just in life. Yeah, I think um, the I've way got you a said holiday. that, you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> wind just went through your hair, just like, like to break out into a, <laughs> to a dance. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've I've got um, a holiday booked oh. next oh. Um, month, so I think that's probably in the back of my mind a little bit. But um, yeah. hold on, how are you going to record when you're not record around your holiday? Around make it, it work around yeah. it, yeah. Okay. Need a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of segues us into nicely what we're talking about today. We're thinking about holidays. True story. Yeah, it's, it's good. I like what you did there, Brad. 
Um, today's episode is all about Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna's greatest hits. What was yours, huge? <laughs> well, my greatest hit or my Madonna greatest hit? Madonna. I don't. I I can't say that I know too many Madonna songs. Oh, I don't know yeah, the. Na- I know the. Image. I know the song. I can sing along, but I don't know the names of songs. Sing the song, and I I will tell you. Holiday. The, yeah, holiday. If I know you that took one. A holiday. <laughs> What's the one that, um, about? You Vogue? can dance for about inspiration. Vogue. It's called Vogue. 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 Yes, that's it. Get your daddy do. That's how it goes. <laughs> But that's it. I don't know. I don't think I know any other Madonna songs. Oh, I like. We're gonna have to change frozen. the episode. I oh, like that one. Yes. When your heart's not open. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you know that? No, Can you I remember when Madonna was at the Brits or something, and, and she she, fell she got dragged stage. down the stairs? Yeah, by who? One Britney. of her dancers. It was, was it Britney? To, like, went meant to like whip off her cloak <laughs> and took her out, but she took recovered, didn't she? Nicely. It wasn't Britney then. No. No. Uh, no. Oh. What did she do? <laughs> no. no. I can't remember who it was with. Yeah, no, it was one of the dancers. But anyway, sorry, we're not actually talking about Madonna. <laughs> so the holiday. So what are we talking about today? What's today's topic? Self-care, right? That's yeah. what we did. Okay, I was like, oh, it's a test. <laughs> Look at me like... This was like, oh. Yes, today we're going to talk about self-care. It's something that, for me, is important to think about in social work it's important it's a topic or subject that always comes up maybe mm. i don't know it's not actively spoken about enough in the sense of what we do the importance of it what it means to us and what it means to other people so we thought let's have a discussion about it and talk about our experience our thoughts and yeah see where that goes is it is it too kind of is it self-explanatory as a term like is it worth us kind of thinking about what it means for each person I think so, yeah, because um, I think probably as a term, I only sort of started to use it in my vocab probably mm. when I became a social worker. Mm. Yeah. Self-care, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true, It's hard actually. to like, remember a time of not knowing about self-care. Like, it feels mm. like a sort of, well, buzzword's probably wrong, but yeah, I guess we do talk about it a lot, don't we? But I don't think prior to becoming a social worker, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go and do some self-care. Yeah. <laughs> or so, I don't know. <laughs> what, what does it mean to you? I think one way that I think about it is almost doing things that make you feel good Mm. and I think that helps just break it down because I think self-care does feel a little bit of almost theoretical uh, aspect to it and it's kind of thinking actually what do I need what what things make me feel good and Mm. kind of rejuvenate me um so I guess it's linked to recognizing when I might need a little bit of nourishing and to kind of I was going to say to water my plant. I'm trying to do, I've got some like mixed analogies here. Like I I've have got a tree one, I've got one. and I need to water my plant. But you know, if we think of ourselves as trees, which often, we, you know, I do, <laughs> then, uh, it, you know, you can feel when, the, you know, the branches and the leaves are wilting and you need a bit of water. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> friend. I'll go get you some so, water right up to the takeaway. Right? So yeah, I think it's about, yeah, doing things that make, make you feel good or make yeah. you feel good. What about you two? Well, just as you were talking about your tree, I was thinking about a car. And oh, classic, okay. man. <laughs> I'm a living willowing tree. <laughs> so what I was thinking about, like, a car and a footy and going down the gym. Is that your Cockney accent, friend? <laughs> All right. Go on, you. Go on. Tell us about your car. <laughs> Always lost it. Oh, okay, go on, go let's on go you. back. Bring so it, I was it. thinking about a car, right. and um, you guys are. Oh no, you're a driver, Nadia. You're not. Yeah. A, you're not a driver friend. So, but I'll. I'll explain it to you. Put me down. <laughs> I was thinking about. Oh no, you can't think about a car friend, can you? Because uh, 
Because you only ride your little bike, don't you? <laughs> so, so I can think about cars. I'm only joking, Fred. Stop it. I can't even do this properly. You're making me laugh. My face is hurting. Um, so I was thinking about self-care in the same way that I think about a car. So a car throughout its lifetime, it's if someone uses it actively, it's clocking up loads of miles. The petrol's going down like every week. You have to top it up. Um, you have to get like a MOT or service periodically to make sure that it's all all right but then in between the car plays music you get new air freshener you clean it you get all of this <laughs> stuff where's no, no, this it's going? going it's going somewhere it's oh, going okay, somewhere go and you do all of that stuff because you you want to maintain the car you want to take care of it and it's important for it to maintain at its optimum level in a way that so it looks and feels as close to what it looked like when it was brand new mm. so when i think about self-care in life or in work I think about it in trying to maintain or try to get yourself to be the best possible version of yourself and that comes with looking after your physical self your mental your mental self and constantly topping up your your tank with love and happiness and joy Um. (laughs) what's your kind of analogy going to be so we've got a tree a wilting tree and a car with air freshener Guys, I don't think that I can come with anything better <laughs> than what you guys have both said. Yeah, car, tree. Um, I'm just really impressed with that analogy. Did you think of it just on the spot just now? Yeah, no, that's my that's my party trick. I can think of analogies just on the spot. Everything's linked to a car, though. Right? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Whatever the topic is. like. So I was thinking about a car. And, uh, <laughs> Love it. You can, anything can come back to a car. It's a good skill. It's a good skill. <laughs> So, um, for me, I would say that self-care is just being kind to yourself and looking after yourself. Sometimes I think it, it, it involves, yes, you know, kind of taking the time out to do things that you enjoy and do things that, you know, rejuvenate you. But also like sometimes in the moment when you want to be like hugely, harshly critical of yourself or something, Mm. actually just being a bit kind to yourself in those moments. I think as well that for me self-care I, I have to be really purposeful with it so there are times yeah the kind of person point. I am I'm really like I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm feeling a bit sick oh let's just keep going keep going this has got to be done and actually I need to be I and I know this about myself I have to be purposeful in like booking mm. in time to chill out and booking in time to spend with people that I like so you mm. guys yeah, yeah. I do that with you but yeah being purposeful about the self-care as well is important I think that's really important because it is that thing where I guess it links to kind of being mindful of it as well and being mindful thinking actually checking in how am I feeling what's going on for me what what do I need right now it was also I guess it's a hard one isn't it because I said earlier about things that make you feel good but then it's it's almost like sometimes people do things that make them feel good that might not be good for them. You know what I mean? Because there is something around, I guess for me, when um, self-care is kind of going quite well, I guess I'm probably exercising a lot. I'm, I'm eating well and all of those things. Whereas sometimes, you know, I like to eat a cake, but it's not necessarily, (laughs) you know, it might make me feel all right, but it's not necessarily good for you. So there's something about, um, (laughs) uh, Victoria sponge. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback episode one. It's hard, isn't it? I guess it's also being aware of, you know, what, what is good for you as well. Mm. Cause probably for, I reckon a good 10 years of my life, I don't think I was doing much self-care. You know, in terms of exercise and stuff. Yeah. I don't think I did any exercise from the age of 16 to 26. I really? kid you not. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. But you're but so you, Yeah, like... you're in good shape. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. But no, but yeah. and then you cycle and you run. Yeah, but that you... was a long time ago. Like, I'm not... Like, I have been 
I'm not 26, guys. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I know, know I look good. But um, yeah, so I think because I, I like sort of left, you know, school and then, yeah, college, uni, and then I just wasn't yeah. doing any. And then I, I probably got to my mid late 20s and then was like, oh, actually, I need to. I started running yeah. and then I've done a few marathons and then it's kind of now running. I've done a few marathons. Oh, yeah, she said that in there. I was like, oh, we're only on episode 11. I was like, where's she going to bring that up? <laughs> Yeah, I've done a few cheeky, <laughs> cheeky marathons. Yeah, three. Th- yeah, three. that is three. impressive. Three. Two. No, three. Wow. Three marathons and yeah, quite, quite a few halves. But anyway, moving on. It's not about me. <laughs> my my uh, sporting prowess, but like that's now part of my self care and makes me feel good. But yeah, for mm. a long time, I, I don't think I was doing any exercise. So yeah, yeah. I I would just as the two of you were speaking, I was thinking about. We've spoken a lot in previous episodes about the significant sort of context in relation to everything that mm. we spoke about, whether it's language or, or power or whatever. It, it just made me think about self-care in the con- in what it looks like in different contexts. So when you speak about a holiday, for example, and time just goes, I don't know, really slowly on a holiday because you're relaxing, you can lie on the beach or whatever or do different activities. So self-care looks quite different. But then when we think about it's in the context of social work and Nadia when you were talking about prioritizing time and it sounds like you're good at that I think historically I've been bad at that Mm. and because I feel that I am doing things for other people in in social work and in my job it's like if I don't do what I need to do this was this has been my my mentality if I don't do what I need to do then other people get affected Mm. so internally I create a a hierarchy of importance and then my self-care at times comes at the bottom and then I don't go to the gym for a while I cancel things with friends because I need to do reports and I just wondered what your thoughts were about the significance of context or whether you guys have experienced and um, things like that in your professional career and if so how did you square that circle square that circle that's the term yeah square the circle <laughs> <laughs> how did you kind of resolve that how did you work your way around that Sorry, there are times in work where it is just busy and you mm. do, there are things that you just have to do to get them done. Sometimes if you've scheduled in dinner or whatever that evening, but you have to write a court report. Sometimes, you know, you have to, you have to do the court report that has to take priority. But I think it's important to keep a sense of um, perspective. And I suppose, cause I've gone through it a few times where t- sometimes that work is so, 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 so busy. And I'm like, oh my days, this is just never going to end this mm. period, but it does end and you do yeah. come out the other side and, and you know, it's not as busy. Um, so I think there are sometimes a, it's important to just hold on to the hope that it, it's busy at the moment, but you make it through the other side, but mm. just making sure that you are, like I say, still purposeful in trying to book in stuff to look after yourself when you don't have to write a court report or when yeah. you can. Definitely. I think context is is significant, huge, And also, I guess, linked to that is like the culture of kind of where you work. Like, is the culture of the organisation one where they promote self-care True. and well-being or is it one where there's sort of a culture within your team that you know you're in the office really early and late and that you somehow f- seem a li- almost like work shy if you're leaving yeah. at five or five thirty or is actually the culture within the wider organization one that go and um, practice mm. self-care because I think as social workers we we talk about it a lot but I don't know how good we are at actually practicing self-care and there's a couple of things that come to mind I think one is I guess the term mentalization when we're thinking about how we understand 
what our own thoughts, feelings, as well as those of others. And I think kind of mentalizing yourself, how you're feeling. So to be able to think, actually, I'm feeling quite stressed or I'm feeling like I need to practice some self-care. So it's sort of having an awareness of what's going on for you, which I guess links to emotion regulation doesn't it and mm. self-regulation which i think self-care does but yeah, so, so, so to recognize actually i need to go and see my friends tonight or i need to i don't know go and have a massage or do something nice yeah. Yeah. you've got to have that awareness and check in on it a lot yeah it's funny that you talk about context and you know the the kind of organizational expectations or culture of where you work because i was talking to somebody the other day who had come from a very different culture sort of social work team wise and you know she was describing this kind of why are you leaving at five o'clock do you think that social work is a nine-to-five job and it's I've I'm really fortunate never to have been in in a context or organization that is like that I can Mm. imagine that you just get burnt out so quickly Mm. and I think in those moments then you need to be thinking about okay because it's not the same everywhere. So do mm. you need to be thinking, mm, do I need to be moving on from this place? Like, mm. do I need to be protecting myself? Mm. I'm not to say that, you know, when it gets hard, everyone should kick out. But at the same time, how much is it that, how much is it really going to change? Mm. Mm-hmm. But then I will even go one step further when, Fran, you talk about the context of your organisation, but also thinking about self-care in the context of our profession. So, how we kind of organize ourselves as a profession and where self-care sits in the hierarchy of need in our kind of organization or our professional culture affects how organization operate so for example i think about performance indicators and how uh, success is measured they keep performance indicators for things like assessments things like getting things on time court reports people will constantly ask you about that yeah. that would be a priority self-care in i would like to believe in a lot of places is spoke is spoke about mm. but if it's not happening it's not kind of red flagged in the same way a single assessment wasn't done on time or if a home visit wasn't done on, on time so our profession talks about self-care but talks about it in a way that it's not necessarily an an add-on but because it's difficult to measure and it's difficult to monitor it's not as privileged as things that are more tangible and and easy to measure so some organizations i think because of the pressures and they're under because of the demands because of the stretch lack of staff people think okay I just need to do enough I need to show that I'm doing enough so to show that I'm doing enough I'm going to meet all of the measurable stuff the stuff that are going to be measured by people around me so if I'm like going to bed at 3 30 writing assessments or I'm cancelling stuff with my friends no one can measure that so that's the part of me that has to has to give and unfortunately I've I've worked with uh, social workers who have got severely ill I I would believe that's lack of self-care played a part in that so it's really difficult sometimes because we we work in a profession that is so demanding and so emotionally and physically and practically demanding that to not privilege self-care in a way that we privilege other things can be extremely dangerous in the long run absolutely and i was just going to think about like why it is important as as social workers like why do we talk about self-care so much and and absolutely as you said it's so important for our health and well-being when we're doing a job 
which is emotionally demanding and, and at times. And it is the thing, I'm going to do another analogy. <laughs> you know, when you're on a plane and the whole sort of like sort your own oxygen out first before, yeah, before your children. That's yeah, that's really good. <laughs> um, and I, is, that, is that what they do? Yeah, that's what, yeah. I'm like, oh, Put your own mask first. But it is. And, and I guess the thinking is that, you know, you're not going to be any use to your yeah. child or others if you, if you can't breathe yourself. And it's yeah. the same thing. You know, if we're going to help people, we need to look after ourselves first yeah. and have our kind of emotional resource tank fill or as fill, full rewind as full as possible yes. you know in order to support others yeah we have decided to um, include a new or introduce a new feature Mm-hmm. Um, of the podcast where we speak to social workers and get their views and opinions on the subject matter that we're discussing. Okay, name, years, opinion, go. Charlie, eight years. Um, I think... Obviously, self-care is really, really important and it's something that, if I'm really honest, I wasn't very good at when I was a social worker, even though I knew it was really, really important. But part of me feels a bit uncomfortable when people talk about self-care in the sense that I worry that it takes away from organisations' responsibility to care for their employees as well. And I think any discussion around self-care has to come with a discussion about how organisations care for and support their employees as well, particularly in social work. Okay, name, years, opinion, go. Uh, My name's Laura. I've been qualified for four and a half years. Um, I've got some opinions on self-care. I think um, in social work it's banded around a lot as a term and sort of spoke about, especially when you're training but nobody really tells you what it means, so you have to find that for yourself. And other people might give you examples of what it means to them, but sometimes I think that can be quite unhelpful, especially if you're exploring it yourself. The other thing I think is once people start talking about it, or managers might, might mention it, or people sort of talk about it and link it to burnout and warn you a little bit, that actually is we're not necessarily given enough time or respect of our time to be able to take any self-care measures. Um, and everyone's different, so... Some people, they might need to do, be on their own or do, spend time with their family, and other people just want to work really hard for a little while. So um, I think it, it can be a bit dangerous if, it's not, if people aren't supported to explore their own self-care um, and to be encouraged to have their individuality um, and obviously time. Name, years, opinion, go. Ella, student social worker. Um, so I think self-care is something I've always done but haven't put a name to it until I came into this profession um, and it's really important for me just to be able to switch off from the day and I guess it's for me it's just like doing something fun and being able to take myself out of the professional mode and into my kind of personal life. Okay, name, years, opinion, goal. Brittany. Three, almost four. Um, with self-care, I, I think that self-care is very important and you know that we have a role as an individual to take care of ourselves. At the same time, um, I do have some concerns sometimes in that the conversations around self-care and resilience often 
um, are framed very much within the individual and the organization's responsibility to social workers especially is ignored. And sometimes, if we're not careful, uh, discussions around self-care can be quite ableist um, in that they, um, you know, it, it turns discussions in, about self-care into a discussion about kind of being productive and having a duty to be productive and that's the only way um, you can kind of be a good individual, a good citizen. So I think that's what we need to think about, that we're not just using self-care as a capitalist tool to keep people working harder, faster. Okay, name, years, opinion, go. Eric, 10 years qualified. Self-care, for me, it's really, really important. Um, I think when I think about having worked in social work for the last 10 years, being sane, um, being effective, all comes down to me taking care of myself. Um, I need to take care of myself before I'm able to actually make any difference uh, for the children and young people that we work with. But I also need to save some of myself for my own life, for my family. So it's really important for me that I'm always thinking about self-care within social work. Um, and I think we need to be thinking about that and promoting that for every single social worker that we work with and our colleagues as well. How good would you say you guys are at doing self-care? Should we do a scaling? Do, yeah. Do a scale question. Ten it, being like you're smashing it. Yeah. Zero. Just I've done no exercise for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably say four. And the reason why I say four, because I was thinking about the practical stuff that I do. Actually, I do do a lot of stuff, but I'm not consistent. Mm. But I know that if, if push comes to shove and I'm at a crossroad and someone needs help or I need to do something practically or I need to go to the gym I know that I'll cancel going to the gym and I know there's much more that I can do I think I'm naturally a helper as probably all social workers are practically in their work but also in their normal life so you just end up helping people a lot I'd almost put you at a four and I know it's not my mind to rate but, but I do me. think you do because you you do put a lot of people before yourself yeah. he does. you are very much um, a kind of helper and a giver which is a real good quality yeah. of yours but I can imagine yeah you therefore perhaps neglecting your own a little bit yeah I think so but then the reason why fair. I no it's very fair it's good it's a good assessment you guys know me well so but the the reason why I hesitated when I was thinking about it because I also uh, measured how I feel and I feel great and I feel I never I don't necessarily feel run down I always offer help because I feel I have the capacity to do that mm. I think when I realize that I probably at the end of my tether then probably do well to look after myself I'll just book a holiday but do you think that's common to social workers because I guess a lot of people do perhaps go into the profession to help others and it's perhaps part of their personality that then they maybe neglect their own needs because they want to kind of give a lot to others. I'm yeah. just wondering whether a lot of people put themselves at a four. And there was something else you said you I wanted to pick up on it. And I think you said you don't do things consistently, you know, yeah. due to yeah. self-care. And I think that is really important to think about. Mm. So I guess when we're talking about self-care, we're thinking about something that you do regularly. Yeah. So that's important, isn't it? Yeah. Because mm. we could do a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but if it's not consistent... Self care routine yeah. that means it's regular. Yeah. Because that's what I guess 
the importance of it rather than hit and miss and reactive self-care mm. it needs to be like something that you have as, a, a, good as an overall actually, plan not reactive self-care what are your scores mine is definitely better now i'd say maybe a couple of years ago i'd put myself at maybe like a two oh, wow. or three like i was really bad at it and because you, you, you both look so concerned <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, i remember one time me and my sister we went on holiday shout out to roses and um <laughs> it was just uh, me and her and um we'd booked this holiday because we needed to get away yeah. and i remember being like lying on the sun lounger being like right this is what we got to do we've got to go here we've got to do this we've got to see that and rose is like no nadia just chill out yeah. like just stop it just relax and i and i recognize that i just back then found it so difficult to be able to relax mm. and and be able to yeah just switch off it take it took me like a couple days into the holiday before I kind of felt really, really chilled out. So yeah, back then, mm, probably not. So even when I'm trying to self-care myself, I'm still trying to do work and fit yeah. things in. Yeah. I think now I'm much better at it. I think now I'd say I'm a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think That's I'm good. about a seven. Can I just ask a question? Why did you have an understanding of why it was difficult for you to switch off? On, on I reflection. I've, I just think I've always been a very busy person. I've always been quite motivated and and always like to have stuff to do i mm. guess um so i don't really i don't really know why i just think it's because of what i was used to yeah and and it's i'm not i wasn't back then used to just switching off and chilling out so i was just trying to get back to my comfort zone mm. of doing stuff and sometimes it almost takes getting to a place where you're like i'm on holiday and i'm feeling this level of stress to have that moment to reflect and be yeah. like this can't carry on no. Some, and that's I guess not what we want isn't it you know where people are getting burnt out and then going oh something needs to change so to have that kind of regularity of it I'd say I'm probably also a seven I do there's certain things that I re- enjoy that I do regularly like play basketball and go to yoga so I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm too bad mm. but um, there's always time to review and reflect and I, it's something about yeah, using even weekly check-ins to be like, how is my self-care this mm. week? Yeah. Um, because I think it can easily, you know, you look ahead, you've got a busy week, and then you, everything yeah. goes out the window. Yeah. So you've mentioned yoga, basketball, um, you, you mentioned the gym. What other kind of things do you do to look after yourself? So I play tennis too. Oh, uh, yeah. That is probably, tennis is probably my only regular one that I don't cancel for anything. And it just made me think around how someone will prioritize self-care what i found is that i have to find find something that's equally or more important than my job because i haven't got any kids but i imagine if i had a kid who or like i I wouldn't cancel yeah. seeing my 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 child for for work so it's almost like you have to find something that's equally or more important than your yeah. profession and and also um, when we were kind of ranking out like you guys said seven good numbers I think that's a good position to be as a social worker um, and it just made me think that a good way to measure whether you are doing self-care in the, in the right way is if your self-care score matches your work score so if we were to say how efficient or how productive or how good are you at work and you were to be like, an, I'm an 8 out of 10, then your self-care should match it. Mm. If you say you're 4 out of 10 self-care, then your work should match it. If you're going to progress one, you have to progress the other. If that was something that um, was consistently spoken about or discussed in social work as, an, as a professional culture or professional way of thought, then the ability to measure one's self-care will be much easier than probably yeah. what it is like now. Yeah. 
sorry, I just ate a pretzel. <laughs> you know, I was like, both looking at me and I was like, just need to swallow the pretzel. I, what else do I do for self-care? Cycling. I love cycling. And again, I cycle to work and I think that makes a massive difference. Mm. I have hurt my hip recently oh, <laughs> playing basketball. Oh. So I've been on um, public transport more and I find that really affects my stressful um, mood, yeah. you know, so cycling is really important for me and that is something I do regularly and I've noticed not cycling the impact that's having because yeah. it's also just a time for me to sort of process my day mm. yeah. the, either at the you know the beginning kind of think about what I've got for the rest of the day and then at the end of the day having a bit of a reflection which is probably a bit dangerous sometimes I'm like I can't remember cycling home yeah. <laughs> in like processing everything yeah I've got a little uh social work infographic here that i found is it called is that what it, remember that we is, established what the correct yeah. name was that's what it's called is it, can, shall i go through it and then we can see yeah, where on. we're at but yeah. i've actually not asked what you do so. yeah i was gonna say what else do you oh. or what did you do <laughs> what did what did i used to love a bit of zumba yeah yeah zumba. you did <laughs> i love it so much and yeah i used to teach it so I used to, yeah, just rock out loads to, yeah, music. Should we dancing. do a Zumba session at, for a podcast episode? You guys, I will break you because I love oh, Zumba. I came I'll to see you. Work hard, I came you? to see you once. Remember when you were down in uh, Hackney one time? You're doing it on the street. I, yeah that sounds about yeah, right yeah you were doing it I came to see you I was like nah I ain't taking part yeah. I just came for support and then we went for lunch uh, <laughs> I don't remember that but yeah uh-huh. I just yeah I love dancing love movement um, I love food on oh, my days just yeah I love mm-hmm. eating so going out and having something nice to eat and yeah chilling with my friends mm. I think it's really important mm. I also really like this is so small but I just love candles I love oh. them I love them so much putting them lighting a few candles around the house so yeah it's lovely but I think it's really good that you mentioned the candles because you you said I know it's so small but whatever it is whether it, it's not even all about like getting on your bike or going to the gym playing tennis doing Zumba whatever your thing is as long as it takes you from a place of feeling stress to a place of feeling less stress, mm. I think that that's something you should go ahead with. Definitely. And I suppose it's back to that self-awareness and in order to be sort of able to regulate because sometimes I need different things, yeah. you know, in terms of self-care. So sometimes it might be that I, I want to go out and dance or I want to see friends. And other times I will need maybe something more quiet. Mm. Like I might want a bath, yeah. you know, on my own with silence, you know, where you're thinking yeah. actually I've got a lot going on and I need some quiet so I guess it's also yeah having that awareness isn't it of what you need at that particular time yeah, yeah. so I've got this little infographic so I'm yeah. just going to have a look so it's basically saying kind of common ailments you know thinking about if we didn't have self-care so talking about burnout compassion fatigue um secondary traumatic stress so again when we're sort of thinking about mm. kind of some of the um, encounters we have in social work but it's got nice little images thinking about steps to self-care so let's see where we're at. We can rate ourselves. So exercise, light exercise three days a week improves happiness by 10 to 20% and increases work productivity by 15%. Ooh. How would you uh, rate yourself on uh, well, exercise? Well, the takeaway just came. So you guys do your bit first. I'm just going to get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How would I rate myself on so exercise? Light exercise three days a week. Would you say you're hitting that, Mark? I, I'd say that. I'd say I'm doing that. You're not just thinking, does going up the stairs count as light you know exercise? What? You were like, what can I fit in as just light exercise? Walk into the station count? Like, yeah. yeah. I think I think I do. I think yeah. I do that pretty well. Yeah. I think probably I do when I'm when I'm not injured with my hip. Yeah. With cycling and things. Another thing it's saying is to read. Ah. 
well, reading at the moment does not chill me out because it is a lot. I'm doing a lot of reading for my masters at the moment, so I haven't I haven't done leisurely reading for a little while. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not accepting that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> not reading. We we're just saying about the exercise three ti- three times a week. Uh, Do you on a, uh, like in exercise a, in a good pe- in a good period? Yes, but in a in a bad period like now, maybe not so much. Um, when I'm at my best, I I would kind of get up in the morning and do like a run or a, a morning workout. Or I used to skip quite often. This actually motivated me. I need to get back into it. But right now, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I no. love skipping. Yeah, it's really good way yeah. of and just that doing it for 15 minutes. I my measure is that if you once you sweat, if you sweat, then you're releasing good stuff and then that's what gets you motivated and stuff like well not good stuff as in bo but <laughs> just good stuff as energy i think skipping's also quite a kind of a good way to get about at speed <laughs> i think i could skip to a bus no like, i mean skip on the not skip no, skipping know, with a rope know. i'm just segueing into <laughs> skipping in general do you know like yeah. if you see a bus and you skip you can, i reckon you get some you know, speed you probably up. miss it <laughs> do you know um have you seen that friends where um phoebe like runs through central park <laughs> have you seen that one because she's yeah. Basically, like running like like a machine is not fun. But whereas, if you you know like throw your limbs around oh, or whatever yeah, while, yeah, you're, yeah. while you're running, it makes it yeah it makes it fun. Yeah. That was actually on my bucket list to to run through Central Park like Phoebe from Friends, and I did it. It was so fun. You know, yeah. you you we've so we've fun. we spoke about that is in it? a po- in a podcast. I'm getting deja vu now. No, Have we not? haven't. Or maybe we spoke about it privately. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, go back over the podcast. Yeah. So then we were talking about reading. Um, Nads was saying kind of not doing enough leisurely reading. Yeah, I'd I don't probably do say the same. Yeah, me neither. Another one, laughing. Oh, top oh, every day. But Too much. But, you know, it, we're lucky though to have that actually because I, I notice if I've not had a laugh. Yeah. Um, and how lovely is it to have a like belly aching, jaw aching laugh like yeah. we do? Yeah. yeah, no, but we do. We have a laugh. Like it's so important, isn't it? Yeah, and when it's natural and it's not kind of forced, forced yeah, um, through jokes and stuff, but just general laughter. Forced, <laughs> forced. Laugh Organized now. Organized fun. <laughs> um, eating well. Yeah. yeah. Sleeping. No, I'm mm. terrible at that. Terrible at sleeping. Oh, God, mm. I have four, five hours on a good day. Seven hours. I mean, I, I, I love to sleep. I do yeah. love it. But mm. I just, I'm not very good with structured bedtime. Like, I'm not very good with going to bed at a certain time kind of thing. I just end up falling asleep on the sofa. Really? <laughs> Regularly, yeah. Oh, we need to sort out your bedtime routine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Come, do. come over, read your book. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck um, you in. <laughs> green space. Having over 30% no. of green spaces in your surroundings. I live in London. I live in um, London. Yeah, but I do like to get in some green spaces. I, some, I do like to get out of London or go into a park. Do you know what I mean? There is I don't, something about... Yeah, I think you're right. I don't do that enough. I, I think I'm in my car too much mm. and I just need to just drive to a park and get out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I do not do that a lot either. That's why. <laughs> you're a seven and not a ten. Um, meditate. Not at all. I pray. Yeah, that's a kind of form Meditati- of... Yeah. Meditation. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't. I guess I. Yoga but do you know in yoga? Do, is that not part of? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess you're also. I mean, you can do some yoga that's kind of, I guess, more meditative. Yeah. But I think, you know, actually, to be really kind of still and mindful, mm. meditate. I could. Eugene's laughing. Isn't no, it? because I can't be still. I'm <laughs> no, like, no. I'm like, oh, sponsored silence. <laughs> sponsored stillness. And then time off. So that's kind of, I guess, we we're thinking about. Yeah, having breaks and and holidays and stuff like that. I. 
Sorry, go on, no, you. I think I'm much better. <laughs> I think this, the past year, I've been much better than probably the best year I've had with regards to time off. Yeah. So, yeah, getting better. Good. Can we make it happen yes. so that this info pictogram goes <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah, we can on share it. Yeah, share we'll, we'll yeah. Social media yeah. platforms. Yeah. So, I think Definitely. on that note, I think we can wrap it up. I think we've, we've talked about some helpful ideas and suggestions around thinking about self-care. Um, so, I suppose it's just thinking about things we want to give us a kind of end note as recommendations and ideas so I think for me I'd invite you to kind of have a bit of a self-care check-in so perhaps review where your self-care is at now and then perhaps um set a little goal for yourself Mm. around self-care and keep reviewing it I think it's something that is so important even if it's weekly to be like what's my self-care or how's my self-care this week I would say to make it purposeful, like be purposeful in making it happen. Um, so booking it in, um, try and protect the time as you know as much as you can. But also, it doesn't have to be big, extravagant. I'm gonna go out to the theater. It might just be lighting a candle or having a bath or mm. yeah, just watching TV or something. But yeah, just doing something that means that you're being kind to yourself. Yeah. And I would say treat your self-care as you would a small business. Like it's a small business that you run by yourself. Invest time into it, invest money into it. Because if you don't invest time, if you don't invest money into your small business, it will will crash and you'll be bankrupt and you'll have a a hell of a lot of things to try and correct. So if you don't invest time, if you don't invest not necessarily money, but just like prioritizing time into self-care, then it will have an effect on you have an effect on your ability to perform but then also I think a general message to uh, the profession as a whole is to think about how we as a profession can have more conversations about self-care and embedding it into kind of the values of our of social work Mm. and and ranking it of similarly similar importance in an active way brilliant so let's think about where people can find us now so you're the you're the ah. social so you can find us uh, well after writing it down because <laughs> i mess it up so many times but yeah you can find us on twitter at matters podcast um same um handle on instagram at matters podcast you can also find us on facebook at the social matters podcast yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. At the Social Matters Podcast. Um, so yeah, please do find us, hit us up, let us know what you think, make suggestions for future podcasts mm. and yeah. And continue the conversation and if you have any good conversations or good chats, then yeah, like Nadia said, hit us up and let us know. Go forth and self-care. Yay! Bye. Namaste. Bye. <laughs>